Welcome to Reflections of Darkness. This is your gorgeous drag horror hostess, Abel, coming to you from my lair of eternal damnation. So tonight's movie is set in a supermarket, after hours with a night crew. And I think this was a great idea for a setting, because we can all relate to a supermarket, because we've all been to one. And those of us above a certain age, <clears throat> remember ones just like tonight's. <laughs> well, before I give away too much, how about we get into our main feature, Enjoy. Tonight we are reviewing Intruder from 1989. Boom, straight into the title card, Intruder, then the credits. Notable names in these credits that seem to go on forever. You've got Sam and Ted Raimi, and a special appearance by Bruce Campbell. Wow. So welcome to Walnut Lake Market, and this is an old style supermarket, a real old style supermarket. So fun fact, my first job at 15 was in a supermarket. And it was not quite as old as this, but it was still pretty old. And seeing all the checkouts and the aisles, the boxes and the cans, and even those little ticket guns and the back room areas brought back so many memories. Oh, God, I hated that job. <laughs> so we have a female cashiers, and they're chatting about boys, and it's closing time. And one of our cashiers, Jennifer, goes out to get carts. I always hated getting carts at night. But what was worse was getting them when the parking lot was full of snow or it was pouring rain and we had to have them all back in before we closed. Ugh, memories. So Jennifer is out getting carts. <laughs> and there's a creepy but kind of hot guy in a leather jacket. Then he vanishes. But then he pops up in a reflection. But the girl never sees him. It's a great use of the reflections in this shot. Ooh, reflections of darkness. Tie-in. Um... <laughs> Well, the supermarket is closing. The last customer is Leather Jacket Guy, Craig, but who I will only be referring to as Leather Jacket Guy. He apparently used to date Jennifer and is now kind of a stalker, but she's not interested, so he attacks her. And Jennifer gets hit in the nose, but everyone comes to her rescue. But he holds his own pretty good until he is really outnumbered. So then he runs into the store somewhere and they call the police. So they're all looking all over the store for Leather Jacket Guy. One of the Raimis goes into the meat locker, in, which is, seems a little too warm. Uh, everyone else is looking around. Jennifer is still on hold with the police. So they decide to go check the attic. Nope, not there. Just as the police answer the phone, Leather Jacket Guy finds Jennifer and demands his change and then kisses her. But all the guys grab him and throw him outside and lock the door. And then there's another really good use of reflections in this shot. Uh, now it's time for a store meeting. Danny and I want to congratulate y'all on the way you, the way you handled this situation this evening. Y'all y'all did a fine job. Does this mean we get a raise? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. As a matter of fact, tonight we start marking down everything in the store half price. Why? Bill and I are selling the store. What? Calm down. Just hear the man out. Well, Bill and I, well, we've agreed to sell the store to the city, and your jobs will end about the first of next month. However, however, look, Bill and I want you all to know we appreciate the years that you've been loyal to us, and you'll find a nice bonus check from us 
And if any of you kids need any kind of a recommendation, you know, we'll give you the best, best one in the world. You guys clean up this mess, okay? Okay. Can I just get a raise? Yeah. Jeez, I don't believe this. Oh, man, three years of seniority down the toilet. By me? What about my job? I had two weeks paid vacation coming to me. It's not so bad. I can get unemployment. You would never work it anyway. Get that straight. He would say that. He did. We should have joined the union. Hey, you got that. Right. Look, look, I'm not the one that wanted to sell the store. Believe me. I've been here for over 10 years. I've made this store my life. Randy, I started out here as a butcher, just like you, and finally worked my way up to co-owner of this place. It's my home away from home. If that's so true, Bill, then why'd you give it to Dan? I didn't. Not voluntarily, mind you. Oh, hell, let me put it this way. I own 49% of this place. He owns 51. That about says it all. I think telling them before their shift starts wasn't a good idea, right? Wouldn't they just screw around and not care since they're all losing their jobs anyway? I know, as a teenager, that's what I would have done. Actually, as an adult, that's probably what I would do. <laughs> yeah. So, Leather Jacket Guy calls... I guess from the phone booth outside. Oh, if you need to know what a phone booth is, listen to the Blob Podcast, episode number 29. Or, you know, just Google it. <laughs> then there's an interesting shot through a rotary phone dial as Linda, the other cashier, calls her boyfriend. It's a, it's a very interesting idea for a shot to come through technology. Well, you can't call it rotary phone technology anymore, but you know what I mean. Then there is some stocking scenes, some sweeping scenes, some marking down scenes. Then a little scene with Jennifer and the cute stock boy Dave, who has great hair. There are so many weird experimental camera angles in this movie. It's all very cool. I like when they try new things. They, I mean, they don't all work, but at least it's interesting, right? Now we get the break room scene. It's lunchtime, and we get a little story from Bill. Police haven't arrived yet. The only time they show up is when you're speeding, then they're on your ass immediately. Yeah, they're almost as slow as the fire department. Hey, watch it, Dave. I used to be a volunteer fireman. Yeah? Yep. Give her up, though. Why? Too dangerous? Well, not that it was too dangerous. Mind you, we didn't always just put out fires. A lot of times we get called out in accidents, and I'm here to tell you, that last accident I was at was enough to make anybody give her up. Well, what happened? Not that I'm interested in this and tell us anyway. Well, what happened was, we was all sitting around a station one evening having dinner, and we got this call that there had been an accident out of Nine Mile Middle Belt. So we all dropped what we was eating and run out of the station. Well, that is everybody except for goddamn Parker. He took his hamburger right with him. And the first thing we get to the scene there, the first thing we see is this headless corpse laying right in the middle of the road, and they can't find the guy's head. Oh, that's sick. lost his head. <laughs> so Parker goes walking off down Nine Mile, looking for the head, still eating his goddamn hamburger. So everybody, everybody just gets through. They get themselves composed a little bit so they can do something constructive. They walk between the engine and the squad where the, where the accident was, and they got off with putrescence was laying there and everything. And here comes fucking Parker. Walking down Nine Mile, swinging the head by the hair in one hand, and his hamburger in the other, and he's still eating it! Then, oh. of course, needless to say, everybody just lost their cookies. <laughs> the cops show up finally, and they are no help at all. Well, it is a horror movie, so obviously they're no help at all. Cut to outside the back of the store and Linda putting her groceries in the trunk. And then she gets killed with a shiny butcher knife. <laughs> Bye, Linda. One down. So since she got hit earlier, Jennifer's nose won't stop bleeding. And then there is this one shot of Jennifer nose bleeding to death in the bathroom. 
It's all down her face, neck, soaking into the top of her t-shirt. And she does a crap job of cleaning it up. I'm like, girl, just wipe up. I don't, how do you not cleaning this off? I, ugh, giving me stress. So Bill, the assistant manager, hears noises outside. He heads out there with a hammer and finds leather jacket guy trying to get in through the bathroom window. They fight. Bill gets hit in the head with a hammer and goes down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Great shot through a wine bottle of the main boss, Danny, getting killed. And then he gets spiked on one of those note spike things through the eye and into his brain as all the blood falls off the table and onto a bare light bulb turning the room red. It's a cool scene and a great idea with the blood. Cut to Jen and Dave playing around at the checkout counters while one of the other stock boys is perving out watching them. But then someone is watching him. Then there's this shot of an eyeball in an olive jar. Then the guy in the back, Joe, gets a knife to the back of the head and his Walkman splits in two. It's a great effect. Then the butcher, Randy, almost gets it, but a ladder saves him. I know I'm jumping around a lot, but these scenes were very small and it just jumped. Cut to the beer stock guy, the one who was watching Jennifer and Dave. He gets stabbed right into a case of beer and the beer sprays all over. It was a great scene, cool idea, fun visual. Then we get the stoner stock boy. Hey, who is that? Tim? Tim, I know it's you. Very funny, Tim. Tim? This isn't amusing, Tim. Think you're gonna give old Bob another wedgie? Well, you know, I really think not. Because I had the foresight not to wear any underwear, Tim. Very funny, dick. Fuck! Tim? And he gets his head trash compacted. Awesome effects. Cut to the not cold meat locker and Randy gets hooked through his chin into his head. This killer is really strong. He just picked that butcher up and it looked like he picked him up with one hand. All right, so few people left now. We're running through them. So Dave finds some feet in the bathroom under the stall, you know, looking to see if they start tapping, but they don't. And he thinks they're fake, so he just leaves them and then heads up to the attic and sees all the old Halloween merch and the Christmas decorations. And you know who else is up there? The boss, Danny. With the one eye, he's still alive and crawling around for help. So Dave runs, not helping him, and looks out the little window by the ceiling. Now, like I said earlier, I worked in a supermarket a hundred years ago, and I never once got to see out of those little windows. I don't think most of ours even had anything behind those little windows except a wall but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were all up there just looking at us the whole time like a little ant farm. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so Dave looks out the little window and he sees leather jacket guy walking towards Jennifer. So he runs to help her, but gets attacked and cleaver to the face before getting his head bandsawed through. It is a great kill. That bandsaw scene is amazing. <laughs> so Jennifer goes looking for someone anyone and keeps missing all the basic clues that something is going on the hand in the lobster tank the eyeball she steps on but she finally sees randy on the meat hook because it bumps into her and she sees the silhouette of the killer so she goes to hide in the warm meat locker where she grabs one of those meat hooks to defend herself with so the killer is in the meat locker with her somehow but she runs and tries to trap the murderer in the locker and even stabs him in the hand with her hook so she runs to the manager's office and starts stumbling upon all the dead bodies. There's the guy in the trash cans, in pieces, the other guy on the conveyor belt, 
and the sawed head in the beer cooler, which is kind of offset itself. It's very cool. And then, bam, power goes out. And a hand touches her from behind, and Jennifer hooks Leather Jacket Guy in the neck. I mean, that'll teach him to sneak up on somebody in the dark when there's a bunch of murders. Hello. So it's just Jennifer, and she hears a noise. And it's Bill who got hit with a hammer earlier, so she runs and hugs him. He goes to call the police. Just as she notices all this blood on her hands, and she looks, and there's a hole in his hand from where she hooked him earlier. So he chases her, and she just wants to know why he did it. <laughs> kill them. You kill all them. But why? For the store. Danny was always a big boss. He always called the shots on every business deal until now. I couldn't let that son of a bitch take this store away from me. This store's my whole life. I had to kill him. The night crew had nothing to do with it. Oh, I couldn't let anybody stop me. I guess I just got a little carried away. You're sick! Don't you see? I'm just crazy about this store. And I'm sorry, darling. I truly am sorry. But there's gonna be one more killing here tonight. And Greg will take all the blame. So she runs and hides in an end cap, while Bill grabs a butcher knife and starts looking for her. And because of her bloody nose that is still bloody, girl, just start clotting. What's happening? <laughs> Stop doing so much coke. Anyway, because of her bloody nose, he knows right where she is. But she slips away again and runs and grabs two butcher knives, but of course drops them and has to use a jar of wheat germ to get away. Weird product placement. So as she's trying to get out the front doors, the bread guy shows up. But he's killed by Bill, and he he has all the keys, so she can't get out. And that door glass of that front door must be made of some serious stuff. It won't even crack. Or she's super weak and barely hitting it. I don't know. So she hears another noise and goes to check it. Then we get Bill playing with Danny's head, and she goes to stab him, but he grabs the knife by the blade. This guy is nuts, or that blade is super dull, or both. <laughs> so she runs and finds Leather Jacket Guy still alive. And he has a plan to get out. But then Bill beats him with Danny's head. So Jennifer leaves the leather jacket guy and uses his plan to get out. And Jennifer is almost free. But Bill is under her Jeep and he pulls her out. But she stabs him with a knife, then runs to the phone booth to call the cops. While on the phone, Bill busts in. But leather jacket guy, still alive, comes in, cleavers him to death. The police pull up, immediately arrest Jennifer and leather jacket guy. And then Bill with his last breath. They did it. They killed everybody in the store. He's Wait a minute. No. He's the murderer. In the... Damn it. The end. Bill dies and the others take the blame. Great ending. Twist you don't see coming. Another twist because you didn't know it was going to be Bill. Well, that was Intruder from 1989. This movie definitely brought up a lot of memories from 100 years ago, but I won't hold that against it. <laughs> This movie had lots of great cool kills, fun effects, interesting camera shots. It's a fun late 80s slasher. I give Intruder 8 out of 10 Sting Magazine covers. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Tell them to give Reflections of Darkness a listen. All my info is over at evilqueensf.com. And as always, keep watching scary movies. Bye bye
Oh, wow, it's Tim. What a surprise. Tim, you look horrible. Anal itch got you down? Can you actually speak, Tim? What are you, catatonic? Or...